All right. How we do? We do all right timing-wise? Um, these are fun, right? A little breakfast before we, uh, before we worship. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do another one of these, uh, I think. I think we're now at like two of these a year. So, um, you know, I don't know. We'll let you know. Otherwise, we, we, we are not doing a family gathering next Sunday. I know we normally do the first Sunday family gatherings, right? So, like, we don't, don't plan. I mean, you can stick around. But, like, we're not going to have all the food and stuff this upcoming Sunday. It's just the way the calendar laid down. Frankly, it gives me a little bit of a break, and, uh, you know, so we can, I can just chat about what's coming up uh, this upcoming year. So, um, I, I'll, I'll give you guys, I'm only going to talk for a few minutes, and then we're going to get into worship and, and, um, and go from there. So, um, I, it's kind of a, a goal of ours to, to kind of lay out what we, what we think 2024 is going to look like. Obviously, God's providence dictates what it does look like, uh, but um, we're just going to talk through kind of some of, um, some of what we planned and where we think, um, you know, God wants us to go um, and to emphasize uh, this upcoming year. So that, that's kind of uh, the point of this. Um, um, before we get in, let me, uh, let me pray. Father, we thank you for this time, and um, we just pray, Father, that as we, as we get into this next year, that you would, um, you would just change us, that you would refine us, that you would make us more into the image of your son, and that um, you would just capture our hearts and our minds and help us to um, just be about your business and your work. And um, Father, as we go about our day-to-day, as we, we pray, Father, that um, we would see you more clearly and that um, you would be glorified in our lives. And we pray that as we, as a, as a church community, gather, um, that you would just... Um, change us as a community, help us to be about your gospel, help us to uh, be about the community and, and, um, and invest in each other's lives and, and glorify you in our relationships. We pray this in the name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so um, this is, you know, we don't, we don't have a lot of opportunities, so like if, if you guys have um, questions or whatever in the middle of this, by all means, stop me. I know that's a little bit unconventional, but this is, um, you know, about as informal as we get, right? I mean, I guess other than just hanging out prior to this. But, um, and same thing, Brian or Tim, if you guys want to jump in and, and say something at any point or correct me if I misspeak. But um, so every year, basically, the pastors sit down and we kind of go through, like, where do we, where do we think we're deficient in what, what God's called us to do as, as individuals, as, as a community, where, what are we emphasizing, what are we not emphasizing, stuff like that. And it's really, um, you know, it's just us trying to discern what God, what God wants for, for this, this body of believers. And so um, I'll just go through them, you know, just historically. In 2020, um, it was about acting in faith, um, which was ironic, right, because then we had COVID and, and all of that stuff, right? And so um, and then 21, we were focused on a thriving community, right, coming out of COVID and just how do we, how do we bring the, the community back together. And, how, and again, these are, these are you know, um, what we believe to be biblically grounded things that God wants us to do. And so it kind of informed, we use these to go, where do we want to go? And then, okay, well, based on that, what, what scriptures, what are our sermon series going to look like? How do, we, how do we allow God's word to inform, um, inform these things? In 2022, it was stand in the middle. It was more focused on going out and, and evangelizing and standing 
um, you know, between the lost and, and uh, our Savior. In 23, it was equipped to follow Christ, and so we, we focused a lot on equipping, and, and uh, this also changes how we, how we build out our schedules and events, and right, so everything gets informed by this, and so for equipping, it was like, hey, we want to make sure that we have opportunities to equip people, right? Hopefully now you all are like, I can, I, I can handle the Torah to some extent, right? Like, I, I, can, I can speak to that in, in, a, in a Christian context, in a, in a gospel-oriented context, and so it's stuff like that that, that we work through these. Um, and so for this one, uh, for this year, in 2024, it's uh, trusting and obeying God in our relationships. Um, and this was one that we think, um, you know, as, as, as we we're kind of pouring through Scripture and praying and, and thinking through stuff, um, this is all of our relationships, right? It's weird, and if you think about it, I think, when we think about our relationships, whether that's, you know, every relationship you have, right? An acquaintance, you're a coworker, you're an employee, or you're an employer, you're a parent, or you're a child, you're a friend. Um, you've got people who are antagonistic to the gospel in your life. You've got, obviously, you know, distant relatives and close relatives and friends. I don't know if I said that already. You've got a spouse, right? The only relationship that we often talk about um, is the marriage relationship. And we talk about that, right, in a context of, like, what's a biblical marriage? And, and so we talk through that, but, but there's all these other relationships that we really don't talk about much. And we kind of just often, I think, as Christians, we kind of just feel our way through it and go, well, however I feel like I should respond, I should respond. And, um, and so our goal this year is to capture ourselves from an obedience perspective and go, no, there's, there's right and wrong ways to be a friend. And there's right and wrong ways to be a parent and a child. And, a, and there's right and wrong ways to be a distant relative, right? Like, like, and it's not like we're going to turn to some book and it's going to be like, hey, you're a second cousin twice removed. This is how you should act towards them, right? But we're going to be focusing on and looking through this as we go through Scripture. Um, how, do, how do we capture our relationships from an obedient perspective? Um, and so that, that so you, you'll, and we'll, we'll kind of step through the, the different sermon series, but, but ultimately, if you, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, um, 11, it says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Now that speaks to this relationship, right? The people in here, some of you guys have relatives in here, but that's pretty, that's pretty clear as to what we should be doing within, right? So like we should look around. That doesn't mean, doesn't mean you're going to know everybody in some super close way, right? Like, that's impossible. Um, but that there is something, if, if, if you come to the Crossing Church, right, if you are a part of this body, there should be an investment in one another. And you can have other relationships outside of this, not cult, right? Like, that's not what this is, right? But, but this is a different relationship. It, it, it's intended to be, and this is where Paul speaks that. In fact, I'm going to back up here. These, these won't be on the slides, but um, this is what Paul says in verse 5 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. He says, For you are all children of light, children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness, so let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk are drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. 
And then he says, therefore, encourage one another. And so his whole point is this idea of, of sobriety is not just, I mean, he's using this, I mean, a little bit tongue-in-cheek. I mean, he, he's talking about it, obviously, from a, a clear ordinance of not being drunk, but also from a, from a like, just being aware, being, like, eyes open, ears open, right? We've been talking about that. We've been reading that in Scripture over the last uh, couple months. This idea that, like, you're aware of what's going on around you. You're aware of the relationships. You're aware, and this is one that I, I'm really trying to work on personally, is, like, um, oftentimes I'm, I'm focused on one thing, and, and I'm not really um, aware of this interaction I'm having, right? Whether that's my kids or my wife or whatever. And so my words are, are kind of, you know, whatever. Um, they're not intentional. Um, and so I think in this in this context, like, if we're going into our places of work, if we're going into our lives and we're thinking about how does God want me to react and act in this circumstance, and whatever that circumstance is, I think that's where we're talking about, hey, trusting and obeying. And that's tough. It's going to be really tough because the relationships are tough. And frankly, we don't want to obey God in our relationships. We want to write people off or distance ourselves or whatever, think we can do whatever we want to do. Um, and so, so that's where we're going to allow Scripture to capture us in, in this. And so, so here's, um, and so like I said, this, this informs our sermon series for this uh, upcoming year. So we're going to walk through each one of these things, and then um, it informs our calendar of events and how we want to uh, focus on things, different classes we're going to have. We're going to have a new class that Gene's going to be putting together that I'm really excited about. Um, and um, yeah, so, so the first one is um, we're going to kick off next Sunday with Ruth. Um, so we're going to spend a month in the book of Ruth, which is really cool because, um, and, and so, you know, as we went through the parables and we talked about like, hey, we got to handle this right. We got to understand the context and what's going on, not allegorize everything. Well, in Ruth, the story's not really about God, but it is very much about God, right? Like, like it's a story of um, Naomi and Ruth and Boaz. Um, and, and a little bit of Mordecai, right? <laughs> and like, that's it. Um, and yet in the midst of this, you have God revealing to us how he sees us and we watch this in the relationships that they each have with each other. And so it's going to be really cool as we watch how Naomi, um, invests in Ruth's life and what Boaz does as a distant relative and, and these acts of faith trusting and obeying God in these relationships. They're not going to, we're not going to, I mean, the, the relationship is mother-in-law and distant relative. <laughs> That's what we're going to start off the year on. So if you're a mother-in-law or you have a distant relative, right, like this applies, but it's not just to those, right? Like it, it's going to apply uh, to all of those. But we start in a very, where you would go, uh, there are certain responsibilities as a mother-in-law, there are certain responsibilities as a distant relative. Well, maybe not responsibilities, but there's a model in scripture for how we ought to consider our lives as sacrifices, right? And that's what we're commanded in Romans 12, that our lives are living sacrifices, right? So we, we trust God and obey God and go, okay, if this is how I should act, I guess this is how I need to respond. So, uh, so that's Ruth. Then we're going to jump into 1st and 2nd Timothy. Um, so those are going to last us for a bit. And 1st Timothy is this. It's it's the church. It's relationships with people outside of the church and inside of the church and, and structure and order and all these things and, and how ought we to um, interact with each other. 
Um, so we're going to be spending time in First Timothy and realize that Timothy is right. It's a letter from Paul to Timothy. Like it's a it's a very discipleship oriented um, epistle is what it's called. Second um, Timothy is really where that's going to hit heavy, where Paul's going. Here's what I want for you, Timothy, and it's this great discipleship relationship. And this we're all called to do, right? We're all called to make disciples. And so any of those natural relationships you have, we all have that responsibility and call in our lives is to make disciples. And so um, we're going we're gonna to walk through 2 Timothy and we're going to see what, what God has for us in that. Um, then we're going to go to Jonah. And we're going to see what relationships should not be. Um, honestly, because, and, and this is really going to be a big relationship with God. What's your relationship with God? We're going to do some things differently here in, in the church as well to try to um, just prioritize that, right? There is a relationship that you have with God. There is a relationship that God desires to have with you. Um, and none of us have that perfect relationship or anything like that. It's not, it's not a matter of, of, like, never sinning, right? Because that's not going to happen. Um, but it's never wanting to sin, for sure. And it's trusting in God and loving him and and desiring to trust and obey him, right? Like, that's, that's the point of that. So, um, and so Jonah, right, um, doesn't have a great relationship with God, and yet God chooses to use him, um, and for his glory, and Jonah's a racist, and so, um, so he has that going for him as well, right? Like, people outside of his context, his people, he looked at as these other people, and that was wrong, right? So we'll spend time going through Jonah and seeing that. And then we're going to go through Luke. Um, Luke's going to be a, a three-part sermon series. It's going to, it's, it's going to take a, a bit of time. It's a long, it's a long book. Um, and same thing, we're going to walk through that, and we're going to walk through the gospel of Luke, um, and it's going to be great. And there's going to be relationships that we're going to see in and out of that, relationships with, that Jesus has with other people, but also relationships between the disciples and and interactions with others, um, you know, there's a lot of, I don't remember where I landed on this, to seek and save the lost. I went back and forth on that title for a bit. But, I mean, his, Luke's gospel is very much oriented on others, like everybody else. Like, this is for everybody. And, and he go and like, he, he organizes his gospel in that way. And so, again, it's all this, like, horizontal relationships. And we have this vertical relationship that should be informing these horizontal relationships. And that's kind of the goal, right? It's like, I think in our world, in our context, often we just think we got this vertical relationship and I just need to be better and do better and think more rightly and study scripture more and I'm just investing in those vertical relationships and then we just kind of ignore the horizontals. And that's not trusting and obeying God in our relationships. And so, um, so anyway, so that's, that's the wrap-up. That's what we think, that's what, that's what we're planning on doing right now. Um, obviously, if God chooses to, to change things up, then, then we'll flex and adjust. But um, it's kind of where we where we think things are going. So from a calendar perspective, I don't have calendars. I wanted to have them here today, but I don't. You'll see them. Look at the new chairs. Look at that, right? So um, so thank you to everybody that donated to those. Um, this is not something that we are pulling out of our, um, I get a, yeah. This is not something we're pulling out of our budget or anything like that. So if you give to the church, like that's totally separate from this. If you want to give to, we're, we're halfway through. So we bought 75. Um, so we, we would like to buy about another 75. So as, as we all contribute and into a special chair fund on that drop down thing, then we'll, we'll wait and then we'll buy more. So that's kind of how we're, we're doing that. Um, because 
frankly, the gospel can be preached independent of what we're sitting on. (laughs) Um, I can say that, but I'm also the one standing. Um, so, you know, I understand that there's comfort and things like that, that, that is not, is not a bad thing. Uh, so anyway, I just throw that out there. Um, my point in saying all that was in the back of the chairs, um, we're, we're going to put calendars and we're going to put, uh, the prayer cards. We, we hope that this helps facilitate, right? I know we, we think like y'all, I think you're all praying. I hope you are. Um, but there's not a lot of interaction. Um, of like allowing us to pray for you guys, and we want to do that more. And we think part of that's because you got to stand up and you got to bend over a table and you got to write right there on the fly during the time of response. And so we're hoping that having these in the back of the chair, maybe at some point we'll get some pens uh, if you don't have a pen on you, and and that way you can during the service you can you know write out a prayer request and drop it in the offering box, and we can hopefully help facilitate more of that communication. Again, this is all part of this relationship stuff that uh, that we we think. Um, God wants us to, to focus on. Um, we thinned up the calendar a bit, so we're going to try to kind of steer away a little bit from kind of programmatic type stuff and, um, you know, it's not a, I don't know, we say this often, I think, but, you know, we're not, we're not cruise directors, you know, we don't, we don't have a whole list of things for you to do, and, and if you just do these things, then you'll have the proper relationships. You know, if you, want, if you want to have a relationship with somebody in this church, look around and go up to them. I know, I know some of you, this makes you really uncomfortable. But for probably half of you, you're fine with it. So you go to the people that are uncomfortable. And, um, you know, and if you don't know somebody in here, just take the time. Like, we're going to keep doing the name tags. If I forget on a family gathering, please, they're just in that thing. I just forgot. You know, we forgot or whatever. So grab them out. You know, um, like we just want, we, we got to know each other. You know, you're not going to be able to encourage one another and build each other up if you don't know anybody else in the church or you don't have other people that are um, supporting you. And, and I'll just say, too, there's a huge gamut of maturity in the church, which is good. Um, and by maturity, I mean age, okay, um, for clarity there. Um, there is a gamut, I'm sure, in uh, maturity as well. Anyway, um, but from an age perspective, and that, and that means, like, um, you, you may not, and, and well, I didn't really write out a sermon, if you can tell. Um, spiritual maturity as well, right? So let me just say, like, if you don't feel like you need anything from these relationships, people probably need something from you. And, and there, so there, there's, a, there's a give and take there. And, um, and I, I would say you, you do, you just don't know you do. And so, you know, but like, but, but seriously, like, if you feel like, like, it's okay to be in a relationship that you, that you think walking into it is, is one way and that, you know, you want, you're, you're going to help somebody or you're, you're reaching out, that's okay. It's okay. It won't stay that way. You know, I think God will faithfully use both of you to uh, encourage each other and build each other up. So, um, so less programmatics, more giving you guys opportunities. The ladies, uh, if you were in one of the ladies' uh, groups that, that were meeting, right, you guys all read about hospitality, and um, that's a huge one. We want you guys opening your houses to each other. Invite each other over for dinner, you know. Um, go do, do something, you know what I mean? Go do a project. I know LD wants to do a project with anybody in here. So, um, <laughs> like, if you're building something or doing something, um, you know, like, invite people over. I'm the worst at that, so I, I admit, but... Um, 
But these are opportunities where you guys are being the church, not just doing the, the list of things that the church has available. Um, classes, we're going to do uh, an apologetics class. So this is like, how do you relate to people who don't know Christ? And like, how do you defend your faith? If you've never heard that term apologetics, that's what that means. Um, so LD is going to be teaching that one. So that'll be really cool. It'll be a two-week class. Um, and it'll be after service, right? And it'll be just an opportunity to go like, hey, how do I, how do I handle this or that or whatever? Um, Tim, um, I didn't correct the spelling on that. Sorry about that. Um, um, Tim's going to be teaching a spiritual gifts class again. Like where, where has God, you know, enabled you and equipped you? Um, Gene's going to be taking, uh, teaching a, and when I say they're teaching, like, well, I think those two guys are going to be teaching theirs, but Gene and others will be teaching uh, a biblical relationships class. Um, so I think it's going to be like six weeks, and we're going to like dive in. Hey, what, what is, how does scripture speak to this relationship and this relationship? And, and like it's going to hopefully put a lot of meat on the bones of the, the sermons that, that we're going through and the studies that we're going through. So um, I'm excited for your guys' too, but I'm, I'm really excited for that. Um, and then I'll be teaching the equipped discipleship class in the fall again. So that's a, that systematic theology class where we kind of step through from creation through salvation and, and eternity and like what, is, what does the Bible speak to these things. So we'll still do that. That'll be in the fall. Actually, both genes and mine will be in the, in the fall. Um, all right. Other than that, other things that we're going to be doing, um, testimonies. Um, we're going to mix up the time of response a little bit. And um, I don't know exactly how this is going to look, but, you know, people get to know you a lot better when they hear your story, right? And all of a sudden, you're, you, the, the, the strong facade, you know, or the, you know, cold facade melts away, and it's like, oh, that, that's why they are the way they are. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, right? But, but it, it does, you know, um, it does help, help us build those relationships. And so we're looking forward to opportunities. So um, I would just ask, like, if that's something that, if you've got a great story, we, we'd like you to share it. I know this can be really challenging. Um, we'll probably start with, um, you know, People that I know are a little bit more bold that have testimonies that I, you know, you know that I know your testimony. You know, you're probably like, yeah, I'm looking at you. Uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm looking at everybody right now, but you know who I'm talking about. Um, so um, I'll maybe share my testimony as well, uh, although I end up talking a lot, so you guys might not want to hear that. But um, so we're going to do that. We're also going to do another thing that, <laughs> this one's kind of funny, and especially post-Christmas. Um, we, we kind of have like a swip swap going on here, and I'm apparently the hub um, of the swip swap. Um, so like I, you know, people reach out and they're like, hey, I've got this great thing, you know, like I, I've got a bed or I've got a thing or, you know, does somebody in the church need it? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I, I'd like to know, I know, but I, I don't know anybody. And for the sake of us like sending out a text going, okay, we've got this thing available or this thing, right? We're going to do like the old coffee shop like bulletin board thing up there. So if you have a service or a good or a thing or a whatever and, and you want to get rid of it and, and, or if you need one of those things, we're going to help try to figure out some way where now you can walk in and out the door and you can look at that thing and go, oh, yeah, I need a bed or I know somebody that needs one, right? Or, you know, that's just one that popped up uh, soon. So, again, that's, this is, and I was being a little tongue-in-cheek there, but, like, like, if anybody needs a soccer goal, I know Bob... Uh, Cleanville has like a little kid's soccer goal. So like, if you want one, like I know that he's also in my small group. And so he just texts our small group. But, um, but like, those are the types of things. And, and it also could be help, right? Like if you need 
help with your house. Like if somebody needs cleaning in your house, if you have a tree that's fallen, where are you? <laughs> you know, like if you have a tree that's fallen, you need somebody to come by. Or if you have a certain set of skills, that, that would be helpful. You know, like you can put that stuff up. Anyway, we'll figure that out. But again, we're trying to, trying to create those relationships. All right. That's all I've got. Um, talking a little longer than I wanted. Um, lastly, back on that thing, we have our, our budget from 23. Um, and Well, our budget for 24 and then where our expenses were in 23. I know we say that often, but we're just printing it out. Like, g grab one, take it home, you look at it, um, make sure that, you know, everything's above reproach. Nothing, it, no December numbers are on there because our, it, it's still December. Um, but um, as soon as that comes out, then we'll update that. But you can get a good idea, and you'll see some stuff uh, that it's super disparate, right? Like, it'll be like our budget, what we actually spent, and it's highlighted in red if it was more than 20 bucks uh, a month. Uh, then we go highlight in red, why, why was our budget off from our actuals by more than 20? Like, why did we spend more than $20 a month than what we were planning? So, um, and then you can see kind of what, what our forecast is for 24. So um, that's for everybody. You can grab one. Um, I think that's all I got. Brian, you got anything? Tim? Um, yeah, sure. Um, I, I, so, you know, I think, it, it's a little hard, right, because we have, like, we take money in for uh, the Costa Rica mission trip, right? And, but that's not really, it's not really offerings, right? We took money in for the chairs, chairs, those weren't really offerings. We keep those a separate type of thing. So, um, I haven't really done that full deep dive. December ends up being a, a much, uh, um, oftentimes people end up giving a lot more during December. Uh, but right now, I think we have about 25000 or so in our, in our account, um, which, is, which is good. We, oh, yeah, I guess I could talk. Um, we ended up giving um, 6000 in benevolence. Um, so that was something that we just decided how much could we afford to, to give, and that's where we try to keep ourselves. Like, we're not trying to stockpile money for any purpose. So um, thanks for everybody that gave us... Um, suggestions of people that were in the church or out of the church or whatever that uh, needed help. So we, we were able to do that. So that was pretty cool. Um, um, yeah, so I think we, we're at about 25000 is I think what our reserves will uh, are right now, um, post chairs and post Costa Rica and all that stuff. Um, and so um, overall, yeah, I, yeah, I think, which is I think what, about what we were at last year or so. So we're, we're good and, you know, things are, Things are great, and, um, you know, God's certainly provided in, in numerous ways, and we um, appreciate your guys' faithfulness in that, and, um, yeah, thank you. Anybody got anything else in the church? Anybody? Um, any questions? Roger, yeah. June 3rd through the 9th. June? June. June 3rd through the 9th, and it'll be an all-church trip. So the youth are going to be going, but any adults that want to go, you'll hear a lot more about that here soon. I think we've got some cutoff times. I think we've got a slide on it. Um, but um, but yeah, yeah. So if you haven't been down to Costa Rica and, and participated with 6-8 Ministries, highly encourage you guys to do that. Um, if you're sending a kid down there, um, we, you, we might need to figure out chaperone type stuff, but otherwise, um, if you're an adult, you can just sign on. 
It's you, what are we, what are we saying for the numbers? What do, what do we think the cost is going to be? Is it 1500 Okay. Um, airfare is really challenging. So airfare, I think, is now up to like seven or 800 uh, to get down there. So, but, um, but, so, yeah. But, yeah, totally encourage you guys to go to that. That would be cool. What else? Larry, you got anything for the group? Larry's going to put together a Spotify playlist and a YouTube playlist of our worship songs. Yeah. We're going to post that on the website so you guys can go and, yeah. So that way we can, uh, you guys can continue on your worship uh, throughout, the, throughout the week, stuff like that. Cool. Awesome. All right. I'm going to get down. Band's going to come up. And we're going to worship. And we're going to be on our way. Does that sound good? All right. So if you, if you need a restroom break or whatever, I don't know. Well, you guys will start pretty quick, so.